This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for January 28th, episode 2861, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. I can't take it anymore. Thank God it's Friday. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Work all week so that we can eat and own a little piece of God's ground. Pushing papers and pens, red tape never ends. The stress can turn a smile into a frown. I need some horsing around. Uh, Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday morning. Uh, Before we get started, I want to wish everybody in the Northeast, I don't know if you've been watching the news, but uh, I talked to Helena this morning and a couple of our auditors that live up in the Northeast, and they are expecting a good old-fashioned nor'eastern blizzard. Helena is expecting two feet of snow with 70-mile-an-hour sustained winds. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she said they're getting the generator ready. Yeah, I guess the power is going to go out. That happens. Uh, so they're getting the generator ready. And we've been up there. We lived in Massachusetts when we had those kind of storms. And power would go out for like a week. I mean, you were you were down and out for a while. So uh, and Nikki, our, our good friend and auditor over there in New Jersey, is expecting the same thing. So we're thinking about you guys over this weekend. Get those blankets out. Get those generators ready. I just wonder that they, things like that make me concerned for the homeless population. And then I started thinking, wouldn't if you were homeless, you just start walking south? Like, <laughs> Why aren't they all south. living in Florida, you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should all be your neighbors. <laughs> we have quite a few. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're right. I, I hope that they're safe because you can't survive that outside. And animals and yeah. Oh, my God. And she lives, just... Helena lives in Rhode Island, right on the coast. I mean, she's like a quarter mile from the beach. So they're exposed. To, if the wind's coming in off the ocean, you know how cold that is. So, oh, wow. yeah. So oh, that's, my gosh. People move south. Well, you know, it's funny because she's been joking about moving to Aiken. And I said, are you looking for a house next week? <laughs> so... Um, also, thank you to everybody who sent messages at the end of Wednesday's show. I just mentioned what was going on health-wise, and my surgery went fine, but I had this horrible reaction after. Basically looked like I had second-degree burns all over the side of my body and itched like crazy and just hurt. And I went to the surgeons after the show on Wednesday, and he looked at it and said, wow, that looks bad. Uh, I said, yeah, it feels Thanks, bad. <laughs> And we spent, I said, I had two surgeries with you last year. This didn't happen. What's going on? And he said, let me go check your file. And he came back and he said, we changed. They don't do incisions anymore where they cut you. They use glue. And they they don't stitch you up anymore? No, no stitches anymore. They use this glue. And he changed glue since last year. So you're allergic to the glue. I was allergic to this glue. He said, I've never seen a reaction like this. He said, uh, so he went and got the name of the glue, wrote it down and said, you keep this in your wallet. If you ever need surgery again for anybody, you tell them not to use this glue. Uh, but he said, he said, that's definitely what it is. He brought my file out and he said, we used this glue last year. We used this glue this year. And that's what caused it. And I'm still, it's still the same. I'm on steroids and it's two, almost two weeks later and still having these issues, or a week later and still having the issues. But... God, I didn't know you could be that allergic to something that small. Little strips of glue. <laughs> but that's what it was. A couple people were afraid because they put mesh in when inside when they're fixing a hernia. They were afraid I was allergic to the mesh. That'd be really bad because then they'd have to go back and take it back out. But no, it was the glue. So all of you that wrote, thank you very much. We did determine what it was, and I told the doctor I never want to see him again, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> three operations in a little over a year. That's enough. We got an adventure coming on today, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Kyle Carter is going to come by and give us, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, I have a cold. 
Kyle Carter is going to come by and give us an update on the, there's a new app called Ride IQ. I guess it's not that new, but it's pretty awesome. Uh, so I wanted to talk to him about that. And Valerie Wettstein is going to come on and give us an account of whether or not she found the missing horses, Jack and Jill. You all already know she did. She did. And then we've got some really bad ads. And then the post show, uh, I'm heading out directly after the show to go pick up a horse that I've never seen that I've purchased. <laughs> and uh, my friend Larissa is coming with me and Glenn said he wanted to talk to her. So uh, she's going to show up here and we're going to talk to her in the post show. Yeah. And that's, I wanted to talk to her because she's your friend and puts up with you. And I want to find mm-hmm. out how difficult that actually is. Cause I've yeah. had 10 years of it. So I'm interested to see what she says. Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I'm you have gonna... to leave the room. You can't be in the room. You have to leave. <laughs> so right. if you want to get the post show, you have to be an auditor and then, Glenn will tell you how to yeah, do that. Yeah, speaking how of which, let's talk. Let's do that right now because we have not had a new auditor sign up yet this week. We are going to break our streak. Our our goal this year was to have a new auditor every week, and Glenn, we've, it's like literally been three weeks in the year. I know, so but we've been doing good. It's so not that much of a streak. I yet. don't. It is a streak. It's a three week streak, and we're going to make it four because one of you lovely people. There are thousands of you out there. One of you lovely people are going to sign up to be an auditor this weekend. I just know it. I just know you're going to do it. I feel it in my heart. Uh, so uh, head on over to horseradionetwork.com. The auditor banner is right there at the top of the page. Click on it, and for as little as $3 a month, you can join the auditor group. It is a terrific group. They uh, they have uh, their own Facebook room, which is one of the most active out there. They're very supportive. Now, you know, I got to change that, Jamie. There's like 25 Facebook rooms for the auditors uh, for every different thing you could think of. So they have their own little world in there and community, and I think you would enjoy it. If you like this show, you'll enjoy being part of that group. So... We need one by Monday, people. Come on. All right, enough of your banging. Chop, chop. Get it done. Happy birthday. We have some auditors that have birthdays. Celeste Coulter, our good friend, who I see all the time, was on the cruise with us the last time. Uh, is it? How do you think you say her name? Uh, let me see. Sh- 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 uh, Shannon. Sh- you think it's Shannon? Yeah. It's spelled funny. Shannon Quashi and Cat Henson. Uh, happy birthday to all three of you. Only and- you would mispronounce Cat. Yeah, I'm... Again, lots of steroids. Um, I'll be talking very fast today, too. And also to our good friend, Frankie Lovato's birthday today. So happy birthday to Frankie. We love you and uh, hope to have you back on the show again soon. Well, my daily when he goes out, too. Um, this is crazy, Glenn. There is a new saddle. It's called a smart saddle, and it was invented uh, by a Chinese company to help horse riders improve their biomechanics, and it can also transmit a wireless signal when a rider takes a fall, allowing the injured rider to be quickly found. It has a response time of 16 milliseconds, apparently. If you look at this saddle, it looks like one of those almost like Aussie slash trail uh, endurance saddles. Oh, yeah, yeah, that have the kind of – the the – the raised front end, but it's not a horn, but yeah, yeah it's got yeah. like a bar. If you go to horsetalk.co.nz, okay, that's where this is coming from. It is a saddle and it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven like lumps on the seat. And I'm watching, I'm looking at this smart saddle and it collects data and talks about, I don't know how it all works, too much science. But all I see as a rider is, Good Lord, that looks uncomfortable. <laughs> There's like seven buttons right under your crotch and your bum. Okay, so like, if you get a little off balance, does it zap you? Like a little I electrical know, right? charge? <laughs> does the nano generators on the saddle convert mechanical stimuli such as pressure, touch, or motion into electrical signals? So Maybe it does. It does zap you in the butt. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, aside from, and then they got a video of somebody. Until wire gets crossed and you get like triple the charge. (laughs) I know, right? Then they're like, they have to alert everybody you fell off because you're convulsing on the floor. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll post this link in the uh, auditor's Facebook page, or yeah, because like this is good. This it just looks really uncomfortable, but there's a video, so you can go watch and see what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, all I can picture, I can just picture. You know how our computers, we're always rebooting them because they're they're not working right, right? So do you have to reboot your saddle? Like it does go haywire while you're riding? I mean, you've got to get off and reboot it. What do you do? I don't know, but I'm just worried about getting a wedgie from all those buttons. <laughs> I think this is just Chinese torture. Is what it is. I think you're right. Think but again, there's they they don't show anybody riding it in it except for sitting in a lab plugged into the wall. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. thing. What's the battery pack? Is that weigh like 50 pounds? And you have to hang it off the saddle pad. Have no trust me when you see this monstrosity of like there's like the 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 cantle and then there seems to be some machinery making the saddle another like ten inches higher and then there's another seat with all the bumps on it I don't know I'm gonna post it yeah, right I, now I don't see it going mainstream no it's probably twenty five thousand dollars too I know right yeah. hey you know what you can get a Garmin for a hundred bucks and don't tell it but yeah. then you fall off <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Get an air vest, you know, that'll just help protect you when you fall off. Exactly. All right. Let's uh, let's get to our sponsor for today, our good friend Karen over there at Kentucky Performance Products. And then we're going to come back right away with our first guest. He's an Olympian, right? Yes, he is. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissue. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Pleased to have on the show. Uh, you know, it's always a thrill to have an Olympian on the show, and that is what we have today, Kyle Carter. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about Ride IQ. Um, but before we get to that, you're down in Florida and you're at Five Ring Stable. What's going on in the Ocala area right now? Oh my God. I mean, we've lived here since 97 or had a farm here since 97. And in the last several years with World Equestrian Center going in, it is just mushrooms. The number of people that now are coming here and staying year round, we've got people like pure show jumpers, uh, Will Simpson, who rode on the Olympic team has moved here and is planning on staying here year round. And that's happening with a lot of professionals now where they're just not, they're kind of basing here and then maybe they run up and do a little bit of a season somewhere but they're really people are becoming permanent in in ocala whereas before it was very much transient so it you wouldn't it, it's unrecognizable what's going on and i think it's actually over the next five years just gonna take it another couple levels up from everything i'm hearing in the development end can i add wow. to that too that it's not just the english side because of no. doing western shows our a bunch of our new neighbors are western they're Western show yeah. people. Yeah. Well, and that's uh, that's sort of the cool thing. Ocala's always had a great smattering of a variety of horse sport, which has made it kind of unique. But now it's got top tier horse sport all the way across the board. I'd say the eventing is probably lagging the furthest behind, and it's still an incredible location to be for eventing. We're going to do at least 12 competitions this spring where we don't have to drive more than an hour to get to them, which is such a privilege. Absolutely. Now, are you permanent in Ocala now? 
Yeah, we used to go back and forth a lot. Um, but the last year we did it, we just found that what we were doing was paying a mortgage down here, working to pay our rent up there. Um, and it just didn't make financial sense. And then we, we've had children and with the kids, it's harder to kind of ship around. So we've stayed, we've been down here permanently since sort of early mid two thousands. Um, and it used to be the summers were dead and now the summers are as busy as they were up North. Like it's just, it's such a, it's such a privilege to see it develop this way for our, for our sport. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Kyle, you decided that in life between having children, being riding at the Olympic level, doing clinics, teaching lessons and training horses that you just weren't busy enough. You decided you needed to do more. Well, that, you know, that's sort of it, isn't it? You just, there's, it's, it, there was so much time on my, on my calendar to do things. So I just was like, well, hell, let's fill that with some, some extra stuff. Cause there was times that the sun was down that things had to happen around here. So that's what we started doing. Was just, uh, we got involved with, um, with developing this, this ride IQ app with a couple of former students of ours, uh, Kessa and, uh, sorry, Jessa and Kinsey Lux. And, um, I mean, it has been unbelievable. It is busy and it is an add on to our normal, our normal days. But uh, the further we go, the more satisfying it has definitely been. Well, tell everybody about Ride IQ. If you want to go to the website where we're talking about it, it's ride-iq.com. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I am totally not techie. So like whenever I have to tell someone to go to a website, I have to actually look at what the website is. But it's really easy to use, which is sort of the, the first thing so that people like myself can actually play with it. But it is an educational site for, for riding, um, all English disciplines. Uh, it can be used anywhere in the world. You can download um, your lessons before going to the barn, and then they just sort of play on your phone while you're riding. So you don't need Wi-Fi or cell service, which I think is important. Um, and basically what it is is the, the meat of it is um, guided riding lessons. So you get on your horse and you've chosen your, what lesson you want. It cut, you'll, you'll put into on the app, uh, your warm up and then your skill work that you want to do. So let's say you pick a warm up with one of our coaches. Um, that might be anywhere from 15 to 25 to 30 minutes long. And then your skill work, which is obviously less time will be anywhere from eight to 15 minutes. So let's say you do a warm up. Then you want to do half pass or flying changes or jumping or whatever. And then there's a cool down component as well, just sort of giving the horses a downtime. And basically what you do is you ride along to our coaches riding. And with that, we've selected um, some of the top riders in the world. We've got, we're, I mean, it's just such a, it's, it's so awesome because we've got like Olympic gold medalists on there. Leslie Laws on there. Who's won a gold medal. I've got, um, Gina Smith is on my faculty, who's won an Olympic bronze medal in pure dressage. Um, and we've got some really exciting people coming on now. We've got some recordings coming out with Bettina Hoy, who's been a medalist at Europeans and things like that. Doug Payne has been to the Olympics. Um, and so basically you get instruction on your riding of what a professional would do with their horse. And all the information of the lesson is written up um, in the, in, in the app so you can see what you're going to ride and you can decide who you want to ride with and what you want to do. And so if you have a suppleness issue, we have lessons on suppling. If you've got a, you know, horse that's a bit one-sided, there's multiple lessons from different coaches on how to address that. But more importantly, you're sitting on your horse and you're just mimicking what that coach is doing. Um, when this was presented to me as an idea, an audio riding lesson, um, I was pretty skeptical because I'm a very traditional trainer and in our sport, that's a little bit probably the, the issue is we're a little too stuck in tradition. Um, and then we kind of came up with how to fill it out. So it's not like someone teaching you a lesson. It's them riding through you, your horse. And I'll tell you what it has been when we were doing the trial phase and we did an extensive trial with a bunch of different coaches and riders all the way from young riders to amateurs to professionals. And the feedback was unbelievable. We kept tweaking the system until we've come up with what we've got now. Um, and so the other thing is the app layers your ride. So you can say, I've only got half an hour to ride 35 minutes to ride. You can figure out what lesson and what you're going to do. So your time is far more productive. And so you don't end up, 
going out and being like, well, I've got half an hour. What am I going to do today? And having that sort of the experience of your horse being bored um, and uh, the, the purposeless riding. And we're trying to kind of help with that. And then alongside of it, a lot of the lessons have video supplementation. So there'll be a short video to show you what it should look like. Um, in the in the jumping stuff, there's a diagrams and videos of the horses doing the exercises, so you get a good sense of what you're looking for, and then you just go out and sort of practice it alongside. Um, and we're just uh, they, they came together because the two the two other partners, um, Jess and Kinsey, came and was rode with us back in the mid 2000s, and they're from Minnesota, and they were like, you know, there's no there's no the coaching there at that time, there wasn't a lot available. And so they had to move across the country to do it. And this allows people to um, ride with some of the best riders in the world and actually implement what they're doing in real time um, anywhere that they are in the world. So like right now we've got 13 countries are, are, are using it. Um, Eastern Europe, Australia, New Zealand, um, obviously America, Canada. uh, And then, it's the really cool thing is you, we started with this weird concept that nobody done before. And then we've taken it and put it out there. And our members, we get these messages all the time from our members unsolicited, just going on about how great it is, how, how it's like made such a difference in them. I had a professional message made not long ago. It's all on a private group. And she was like, you know, I was starting to get to think that maybe I should just, retire from riding and just go to coaching. And she's like, but this has sort of reinvigorated it because it's given me direction at this point in my career. And the, so it's, it's been so satisfying because it's been such a huge success with our members. Yeah, absolutely. Now. Okay. So there's audio. So you don't have to have like some, have it to watch it while you're riding because you kind of can watch a video and then it's the actual audio. Is it the audio of the person on the horse at the time? kind of working yeah. through it or is it somebody coaching yeah. somebody riding? No, we tried with the idea originally was, is it was going to be a coaching via audio and I just couldn't see how that could work. And I tried it a few different ways and I couldn't make it work. And so it is actually like, so whoever's riding, I'll get on and ride a horse and I'll do the whole ride that I'm going to do in the warm up and then the skill work and break them up. Um, and so you just ride along to what I'm doing and what it's done is it puts you in a little bit of a bubble. So you stop paying attention to all the nonsense around you. And then in recording, it does the same thing for me. And then the other thing it does is it, it forces you to go through the process correctly rather than like, I don't have a problem being directed or having a plan when I ride, but I'll get on and just go out and I'll start riding instead of actually going through the proper walk process, working the position cues. And so as I'm doing those things, I'm you know, educating and helping the rider with the, with the same objective. It's like Peloton for horses, basically. Um, except yeah. we are providing, we're providing information from the top tier of our sport of people who produce multiple horses so that, so that hopefully we can also help those people that are aspiring to be, you know, ride up the levels or just have fun on their day-to-day rides, but also making it so that they, we help them avoid some of the pitfalls that we've all gone through as professionals and um, the mistakes we've made. And so, so that's so you, the, uh, you mentioned yeah. Peloton, Do, you know, in the world of Peloton, when I see that commercial, it is this incredibly fit, skinny, beautiful girl that's on this bike. Do I have to be an incredibly awesome, fit, strong, upper level rider to be able to ride along with these people? Or is it kind of, is it more beginner to intermediate friendly? Well, so obviously I'm a beautiful fit female rider. So, <laughs> uh, um, no, it, it is geared towards like, so yes, you're going to, your horse is going to work, but you can pick the work you do. So we have some lessons that are just hack chats where the rider rides the hack and tells you what they're doing. And then they usually talk about theory at that point. We have rides of just walk trot. We are opening up into every level of training, but no, absolutely do not need to be, you know, six days a week full on to do this. It can just be that once or twice a week that goes around your lesson or when you can't get lessons. 
Um, and whatever level you want to ride, we're catering to right now. Cool. Well, before we let you go, I got to say that, you know, when you go do a clinic, you could spend, say, three to $400 in a weekend having two lessons with an instructor. And here you've got it priced to where it's $249 for the year or $29.99 a month. But what I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of bargains. So $249 yeah. a year is fantastic. And that's less than the price of having a clinician for a weekend and you've got all these different people. I think this is really cool and I think it's a great idea. And when I saw it, that's why I wanted to have you on to, to talk about it. Well, it's also, it's interesting because we have alongside the lesson part, like once a week we do office hours with one of our coaches or, or vets or farriers. So you can actually ask questions to the coach about things that you have concerns about whether it's veterinary or whatever. So it's live interaction at that point. Um, and then the, like we've had, we've got over, we've had over 10,000 lessons listened to in the first quarter of being out. We've only been going for five months, but in the first four months we had 10,000 lessons written and listened to and a quarter uh -huh. million minutes of, of lessons. And uh -huh. so if you think about the outreach from a coaching perspective, I coached, I can't remember how many hundreds, like how many thousands of minutes of lessons on the app that would have taken me two years to do standing out in the field. And we all want to educate people. And so it's just such an easy way for us to get that across. And there's a lot of background stuff that the, the editing department has to do and um, compiling all of this stuff that luckily I don't have anything to do with, but <laughs> the intense, the, the people who work behind me are unbelievable. And my coaching staff has been unbelievably helpful as well. So we're continuing to add to our roster of coaches and um, it's been really exciting. And it, the best part is how incredibly thrilled the people who've joined up have been like, we have a 90% conversion rate when people come on. So that's awesome. Well, where can people find the app? So if they go to ride-iq.com, um, they can, that'll take them to the, to the website and they can download, or they can download the app on the app store. We're on Android and, um, and Apple. And, um, and then anybody, if, I, if anybody has any specific questions, once they're on the app, they can actually, our group is incredibly interactive with the people that are members. So if there's something comes up, we can, we can answer it within like literally hours because of how we're set up. So it's, it's great that way too. Fantastic. Kyle Carter, thank you so much for joining us. Now go get back on your horse. I know you took a minute break to come in and talk to us. <laughs> you got it. So uh, thank you so You're much. so lazy, Kyle. I mean, geez. I know. It's something. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll See you, Kyle. Thanks. Thank you very much. Bye. Well, there's another cool thing that you can take a look at, and that's American Harvest Products, premium hemp extracts, and their new line, Equine Hemp Pellets, with American Harvest Hemp-derived CBD pellets. Horses could benefit from faster recovery from performance activities, a feeling of relief from inflammation or pain, a sense of calmness or reduced nervousness, and ease of, ease of digestion. All of those things you can get from this pellet. You can find the natural equine hemp pellets. They are vet-formulated, produced from natural hemp, and manufactured with raw, potent CBD and no chemical processing, obtaining a palatable flavored pellet. If the liquid application is more convenient for you, they have drops as well, and you can buy them both at your Hubbard dealer online at store.alltech.com. So if you have a Hubbard dealer in your area, you can get it there, or just go online and have it shipped from store.alltech.com. And I just found out today that they're also doing another giveaway. So they're going to continue the monthly giveaways. We'll put the link in our show notes. You can go to that link directly, and they're in uh, at the end of the month, they're going to be giving away a 90-day supply of American Harvest Equine products. One of our listeners won that the last time, so you could win it again today. You'll find that link in the show notes. All right, let's go to Valerie. And we had her on on January the 3rd. Can you believe it's been that long ago? It's been almost a month ago that we had her on to talk about her missing horses, and we're going to give her get her back on to talk about an update. And yes, it's a happy one. As we said, we have Valerie back on with us. Uh, we had her on on January the 3rd because her horses went missing. First of all, Valerie, where do you live again? You live like in the middle of nowhere, Canada, right? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm in British Columbia, Canada. Um, the town is called Bridge Lake, and it's beautiful out here. We're surrounded by lakes, and we have our guest ranch, Whetstone Guest Ranch, out here. Uh, me and my family run it, and yeah, it's a very, very nice area. So we had you on because there's two horses that were actually not at your place, but at a different place at the time. Their names are Jack and Jill. For, uh, tell us a little bit about Jack and Jill. What are Jack and Jill? Yes, they are nine-year-old fjord crosses, and uh, so mare and gelding, and very, very pretty. They're definitely... Uh, the horses in my herd that if the people see them, they're like, oh, they're so beautiful. <laughs> and, yeah, their personalities are absolutely amazing as well. Well, they, I know that um, we, when we had you on last, you talked about how they went missing. They were in a field, and then the next morning they weren't there. And that was back in December, right? Like 18th, 19th, somewhere around there? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the day, or, well, December 19th, I got a call from the lady that was running the stable where I had them because I moved them there just temporarily because we were going to offer sleigh rides over Christmas and the year and possibly longer. And I get a call on December 19th saying that Jack and Jill aren't in with the other horses anymore because they have horses as well and we had them all together. And yeah, that was quite the shock. And then when we had you on, the massive search was on. Everybody, you know, this went around the internet, and uh, I know that you were working with Stolen Horse International, and and you really couldn't see in the field how they got out, and so I, all of us were kind of assuming that they were taken. But now there's been an update over a month later, so tell us exactly what happened. Yes, so they're finally home. <laughs> I am so excited and extremely happy and relieved. Um, I got a call, well, not a call, a message from a lady saying that her husband was up with a helicopter uh, flying over the area where they went missing. And he actually wasn't even aware that my horses were missing. But what he did saw see is um, a few wolves eating on something. So... He told his wife, and she messaged me saying, or telling me this, and just saying, well, doesn't hurt to go see just in case. And Wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah, stop so there. Think, okay, stop there. Your message yeah. was that wolves were eating on something, and it could have been your horses? Oh, my God, that's a hell of a message to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, to be honest, though, I didn't feel like when she messaged me that, I didn't feel like it was them, but I... At that point, I just felt like I had to do something because I was a little lost on where to keep looking and what to do. And so, yeah, I decided to go out and check it out. Worst case, I see some cool wolves, I guess. And um, I sent my friend out with her drone and she flew it up and was flying over the area and there's no reception out there. So... They just had their little screen to look at and couldn't see anything. But when she took it back home and looked at the footage on her computer, she saw these two little dots and she's like, "Uh, those look like horses. And she was able to zoom in quite a bit, sent me a picture, and you could see the coloring of Jack and Jill, more so Jack because he's kind of a roany color. And she sent me the picture and you can't, a hundred percent tell but I just got that feeling and I got so excited and this was like in the middle well not in the middle of the night but it was dark outside around six or something so I couldn't have gone out in the dark and I'm just thinking oh my gosh it is them it it would make sense because they weren't on a property they were on a fence line but um it was about 10 kilometers from where they went missing and it just yeah, it totally looked like Jack was standing by the fence and Jill was very close by, lying down, having a little nap, which she does best. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, then I'm obviously freaking out a little bit, but also trying not to freak out as much in case it's not them. So I tried not to get my hopes up, but 
first thing the next morning, we, my sister and I loaded up a couple horses and drove out there and my friend met us there and she flew up the drone again and could get some clearer footage. Um, they were still at that same spot and that's when we started hiking in. My sister and I rode from in from the other side and the snow got pretty deep so we decided to just tie up our horses and walk the rest of the way and yeah that was torture to just get over there how and, deep was uh, the snow at that point oh up to my knees and you you walk a little bit and then you crash in and then you walk a little bit and then you crash back into the snow so you have to almost crawl out and oh it's just the worst part really was walking and you know or you feel that they're over there but you just can't go fast it's mm. it was slow motion and my friends uh told me the next day she's like oh it's like when you dream and you're trying to run but you it, you can't and a hundred percent felt like that but anyways we walked to that fence line and then uh, my friends were out there too somewhere we haven't seen or didn't see them yet at that point and you could see all the tracks and the poop. And I'm like, oh, my God, it is that. I'm like, it has to be. And uh, I also saw this fence with barbed wire. So I saw a little bit of tail hair in the, the fence. And it looked exactly like Jack's tail. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's, yeah, it's them. And I'm freaking out. And, <laughs> and then we started following these tracks. And... I'm looking at every little poop that was out there, and I actually, yes, I'm weird, but I touched every single one to see if it was still, like, warm or if it was frozen. Oh, no, whatever. you're just practicing, and, practicing good tracking yeah. techniques there. That's what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, maybe 10 minutes in following the tracks, I I hear my friend Ninu yelling my name because we were calling the horses, doing my whistle because I taught them a certain whistle and they all come so they know that call and then she heard me and and uh she's like Valerie is that you and I'm like it's me from far away and and then um she kind of yelled my name it sounded pretty scary she's like Valerie and I'm like oh my god and then at first I thought one of my horses like got away that we brought one of our riding horses and she's like, we have your horses. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's talking about like Jack and Jill. And then seconds later, she's like, we have Jack and Jill. And, and then I'm like, my heart dropped. And my sister's heart dropped. And we hiked back to where we started because that's kind of where their voices came from. And, and then that was actually that was the worst part because you're trying you know they're over there <laughs> yeah. and you try to get over there so fast and I wish I would have had wings that day but it was like the distance was super short it would have taken us in normal conditions maybe five minutes but it took us like 20 minutes to half an hour to just get over there and I'm just getting so frustrated and I'm already crying and trying to get through the snow and yeah, it's, yeah, it was just, just so 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 they were there. And what condition were they in? I'm, I, were they eating tree tree? What were they eating? It was been a month. Well, we yeah um, yeah thirty four days they were out there, and uh, they when I saw them like I I walked up and I was them crying and hugging them and. They looked like they weren't skinny. They lost weight for sure, but um, my horses are usually pretty chunky in the winter anyway. So, <laughs> but they weren't, yeah, they weren't skin and bone at all. And they were very happy and very energetic as well. And I could see like where they were, they were pawing for some grass, but that, like I said, the snow is deep and it's hard work to get to the grass. So yeah, they uh, they look really good for being out there for that long. And did you scold them for going on an adventure without permission? Yeah, yeah, right. 
<laughs> oh. Now, Valerie, were yeah. you surprised by the epic social media attention that you got because of Jack and Jill? I mean, it was shared everywhere a billion times that it was missing. I had so many people message me like, you need to talk to this girl. And I was like, I know that girl. Uh, and then once they were found, it went, it blasted across the Internet. Were oh. you surprised, yeah. excited? And, and are there people you want to thank quickly? <laughs> yeah, I have goosebumps. So, like, it's just the support was incredible from everyone. And you say thank somebody quickly, and I, that's not possible. I said, <laughs> there's so many people. I tried. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that helped me out. Like, like I said, even people that I have never met, and I've met some, like, new friends as well um, under crazy circumstances. But, yeah, it's just, Obviously, my family was the biggest, my family and my friends were the biggest support because they, they helped me through all of my emotions and, and just people, local people searching with their snowmobiles and, and taking out drones and on foot. And it's just like, there's, yeah, the The technology and the technology that was used. Yeah, the technology yeah. that was used to help find these horses. Now, do you think yeah. that somebody let them out? Somebody let them run away? Somebody had them hold in a holding over there? Or do you think that they were just naughty and took off? Oh, it's so hard. Like, I I keep going back and forth. I'm like, oh, maybe someone actually had them and then just turned them out because of all the social media attention because they got, like, too hot to handle, mm-hmm. or if they actually just wandered off, which is still hard for me to believe. But right now, uh, the main thing is they're home, they're safe, they're healthy, and I'm I'm so, or I now I'm back to normal, but I was so, so tired. Even when they got back, I'm obviously I was extremely happy, but also so tired. So, yeah. Like, Emotionally I don't want exhausting. to ever go through that again. And have I you built the fence like twelve boards high, ten feet high, all the way oh. around their field now? Uh. <laughs> no, but they're at home, so I don't have to worry that they're going to wander off here. Good, <laughs> good. <laughs> we are so happy no, for you, girl. We are yeah, so happy thank for you. you. Thank you so much. You know we. <laughs> We've done this show for 11, 12 years now, and we've had many missing horse stories, and not too many of them ended up with a happy ending. So I'm oh, so happy to have so somebody who's had a happy know. ending. And and in most miserable conditions, I mean, it's good those horses actually did start out fat uh, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that yeah. helped save them, actually. Um So yeah. congratulations. We are so excited for you. This is the, this is the best way to end a week right here. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, and I hope you get to use them again. I hope you get at least get to do one sleigh ride with them before the season's over. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> they're on vacation. I'm yeah, sure. they're off for a little. <laughs> yeah. No, they've been on vacation. They need to get back That's to work. <laughs> Put them suckers back to work. Yeah. All right, Valerie. Thank you so much. We love you, and we will talk to you again soon. Hopefully, the next time when when you're galloping them, you know, through the snow on a sleigh, take some pictures and send it to us. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks. Thank Congratulations you. again. Pay it. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It's time for really bad ads. The time of the week when listeners submit ads from Craigslist or Facebook or someplace like that, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. And it is brought to you by Horselovers.com, who has one of the largest selections online with over 120,000 horse items in stock. Head on over to Horseloverswithaz.com today and find what you're looking for. They provide these prizes every month, and we give them out. This is going to run through the end of February now. So the first prize is something that's very valuable and I owe 
own most of these. It's our good friend who does the Fergus collection. That's right. It's the Fergus, uh, the entire collection. It's actually the Fergus book bundle. That's five books worth $88. And the Fergus sign bundle, that's 12 barn signs worth $88. So it's $166 value. Gene Abernathy is the one that does those. You all know Fergus. I have the picture she did of Helena and I right in front of me right here in the studio. So somebody's going to win that entire bundle, and that's a great prize to win. The next prize is the Kensington Signature Padded Garment Bag with Side Zippers, $69 value. Kensington Premium Signature Collection Padded Garment Carrier offers a stylish solution for storing, packing, and protecting your apparel. Protect and organize your clothing on the road. The roomy bag will hold all your show clothing and features a top opening for hangers with a heavy-duty full-length zipper for easy access. And finally, the Defender Wool Dress Cooler, uh, which uh, you're going to need all the coolers and sheets you can get this weekend, even in Florida. We're supposed to go down to 19 in Ocala on Saturday night. Oh, my God. Watch out for falling iguanas. (laughs) It's a thing. An elegant wardrobe staple, the Defender Wool Dress Sheet, is perfect as a ringside show cooler, available in classic color combinations. It's also ideal for use as an awards cooler with multiple locations for embroidery. It features a single front leather buckle, braided hip ornament, and single hidden surcingle worth $79. All right, let's get to bad ads. By the way, these people submitted ads that we won't even have time to get to. We've missed bad ads for a couple of weeks. So uh, Brooklyn, Katie, Sharon, Jennifer, Hannah, Jessica, Amy, another Caitlin, Steve, and Marie. Thank you for sending yours. You're entered in the drawings. We just won't have time to get all to all the ads. And I can't think of anybody better to lead off this section with somebody reading her own, and that's her own Loreen. All right, come on, Loreen, talk. Hi, good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. It's a short ad, but it's in, it's a Craigslist ad from Avon Park, Florida. So Glenn, you could go see this horse. You know, you need okay, yeah, I'll horse. be right out. And the ad reads horse $3,500. Horse for sale. Really nice racing horse with papers. Five years old. You can ride him. H-E-M. And that's it. That's the whole ad. It doesn't tell you anything else about the horse. And there's a picture of a man riding a horse in a big muddy field, but the horse is really far away. And if you if you try to zoom in, the picture gets blurry. So don't know anything about this horse. Not even sure what it looks like. But you can ride him. So that's it. Well, it's good to know. Have a great day. Thanks like for listening. It does. You know, I want to know a little more for $3,500 than that, though. I apparently don't. Apparently, uh, you're the. So <laughs> and I'm by... apparently fine with spending over $3,000 for a horse that is a picture of it from about a half mile away. That's blurry. And how many states are you driving away to get this horse? I'm going to Arkansas. Oh, I don't that's ever by we... me. I don't. I don't think. Well, I'm heading east. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know where. Like, you got a long I, way I to drive there, buddy. You got a long way to go. It's our Kansas. And you'll all hear about that on Monday's show. <laughs> now that went. Aaron yes, said. I be heading out after the show for sure. Aaron sent this one in. We'll see if she's home by Monday. Uh, Aaron sent this one in. A gray dapple OTTB gelding. $10,000. Ooh. Fantastic Frackle is a super smart and extremely sweet. There's a lot of interest in him. Please tell me about yourself, where you live, and any other important details. I love this horse very much, and placing him in the right home for him is what's most important to me. Well, I'll tell you what's I, I'll tell you what's important to me as a buyer is maybe how tall is it, what kind of training it's had, all you know, all of those you're things. You're too sensible, Glenn. Uh, I just wanted That's for ten grand. Me. I'd like to know some things, and before I give away my dating information to this person. You know what? All they need is your credit card number and your bank routing <laughs> yes. information. Yes. And then also the name of the street you lived on and the first pet that you had. Yes, uh, that's and correct. And your mother's maiden name. And they'll be happy to ship you this horse for $10,000. Exactly. Yes. That's the important information that they need. <laughs> I see All right. Scam. Well, Nelly, Nelly sent in the next one. And, uh, and this, uh, I think it's a Craigslist ad. And it's, it's it's got a demand, first of all. Read all of it. I'm selling my OTT. <laughs> it's OTTB <laughs> day. 
Read all of it. I'm selling my OTTB gelding 15-3 to 16-hand 8-year-old. As he has behavior issues, he, uh, there's no punctuation, by the way. As he has behavior issues, he is great horse, not spooky at all. He did rear up on me once we changed his bit, and he didn't like it. He, he is buddy sour and dosed, try and bit. You not hard. He does think about attacking, but has not yet. <laughs> Need to go to a home that shows him love and trains him, probably. Text me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nelly, how did you not buy this horse? He sounds amazing. Yeah, just great. Just great. Uh, we got thoroughbreds coming out. The woodwork today. Uh, oh, Sarah gosh. sent this one in. I don't know. I don't know what, what kind of horse this is. Don't be a thoroughbred. Hey, guys. Sarah Mello from Northern California, and Hi, I'm Sarah. calling with a really bad ad about a horse Hi, Sarah. trailer. A horse trailer, okay. Starts off with horse trailer, foreign sale, slash trade, $3,000. I have a six-draft loader trailer with a room up front. Part the floor is still in good shape, older, but not bad. We moved horses in it till a few months ago. I don't have the horses like I used to. Two, are the truck to pull it, sadly. I pay good money for it, and I have nowhere to keep it. Are I wouldn't be getting read off it. So, I'm just <laughs> one a nice, rideable horse and a thousand bucks cash for it. Are a green broke horse and two thousand cash. Are I'm sure we can work out some kind of deal, but no horse older than, like, 12, though, maybe 15, <laughs> but no medical problems either. My number is blah, 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 blah. Text me, okay? I'm Matthew. R, you can pay all cash if you like. $3,000. Oh, my God. I can picture this thing. This is a draft horse trailer. What'd she say? It holds four or six. It's yeah, about. But she also said that most of the floor yeah. is in good shape. <laughs> Half the floor is gone because the draft horse fell through on the last trip. Right? It's like, <laughs> like, we don't use it anymore. That's yeah. because it murdered all my horses. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're going to need about a truck about the size of a tractor trailer to haul that puffy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your normal yeah, truck ain't so all on there. Sarah, what, well, I don't think we've heard from her before. That was awesome. It was well done. Well read. Laura right. sent this one in, and it's also a horse trailer. Uh, you from, know, this is a um, this is a vehicle providing tetanus. Is what <laughs> uh, horse and tack classifieds. I don't know where it says horse trailer has been sitting a few years. No kidding. Yeah. Brown areas in pictures is rustoleum coming through peeling paint. It's called rust. Yeah. Oh, that's nice good. Try. Nice try. <laughs> yeah. Floors under mats is wood, which was replaced in two thousand five. Do they realize that's how long a, ago that was now? I was going to say, that's, yeah. a, like, that, that's a not <laughs> yeah. recent. Yeah. Front kick panel is diamond plate, and top of hay area is stainless steel. I have title. That's a first. Got to give them credit. We've never had one that had a title. Could be repurposed to landscape or other stock animal use, if you don't like them. No, I added that. My property is sandy soil. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, trailer is leaning due to sinking in the ground. <laughs> oh, so yes, you will not see any tires. The picture that they provided is the inside. Oh, my God. I just saw the second picture. This thing is sinking into the ground, but is also uh, completely overgrown by some sort of vine thing. And you would have to chainsaw this puppy out of these yeah, you're going to, And I doubt there's any usable tires under there either. They want $1,000 for this piece a of crap. 1000 bucks. Yep. Oh, my God. Bucks. What a disaster. But they have a title, Jamie. They have a title. That's important. Uh, they sent this one in. I don't know where it's from, but here it is. After trying hard to reason with our two-year-old pony 14 hands, we will have to resell people. You're going to have to resell people? You're going to have to resell people. I didn't know we were selling people. I bought him from didn't do notting, K-N-O-T-T-I-N-G. I bought him from didn't do nothing with him and didn't tell me that he hadn't been gelded, so <laughs> castrated him. Well, good. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. 
I about him for my kids, but they can't be around him. He is George. Just, just not for kids. <laughs> Wait, a two-year-old stud pony is not for children? Come on. <laughs> I love that his name is George. <laughs> Uh, uh, these are giving me a headache today. You already oh, had a headache. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting a headache. Allie sent this one in. 10-year-old gelding, $3,500 in Cedar, Cedar Valley, Utah. We don't get a lot of Utah. his name. Yeah. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle is a stout son of a buck, starting on barrels and roping. He can cover a lot of ground in a day with tons of energy to spare. Loads good. She was good, bridles good. Oh, that was a guy. Don't try to read the damn thing. Just read the damn thing. Can get a little book if he sits for too long. Just have to remind him his job and he's good to go again. Sounds like he likes to go a lot, actually. Maybe settling down would be a little. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. His name is Kyle. Kyle is, she's, she's real good. And the stout son of a buck. So I'm assuming it was a boy. And it says he can cover. They don't know whether it's a boy or a girl. $3,500. That Kyle, she was, she was, she bridles good. (laughs) Uh, But Kayla sent the next one in. Uh, Affordable equines in Michigan. These are just making me mad today, to be honest. (laughs) You're just a grumpy monster anyway. You're on too many steroids. Steroids, that's what it is. You're all just like, what the hell? (laughs) If you start to turn green, I will start singing peaceful songs. Um, Affordable equines in Michigan Facebook page. Putting feelers out to see if anyone would want my paint pony mix. Her <clears throat> no punctuation. Hold on. Putting feelers out to see if anyone would want my paint pony mix. Her name is Rusty. We have a lot of gender neutral equines <laughs> yes. on the yes. show today. <laughs> Her name is Rusty, and she can be kind of testy. So she's need someone who howls what they're. Doing she is 13, she has just needs more time. We are, I don't even know what I read. We have been doing this for 10 years and we are not even cut out to do this today. It's just these are so bad. My brain hurts, brain hurts. <laughs> and we apologize. I apologize because I wasn't sensitive to gender neutral horses of the world. Obviously, in my you previous ass so. really pinned <laughs> Kyle to the wall as a guy, and clearly he identifies, she identifies as a woman. I'm and sorry, I apologize <laughs> to the gender neutral, neutral horse community. Um, I got to do one more. Holly sent this one in. Selling my, selling what my. What the hell? Is there no periods <laughs> in the ads anymore? Is there no punctuation? I don't think I can get through this. Selling my, plus laughing's making my hernia hurt. So let's, you want me to let's... read it, baby? Do you need a break? No, you need, you, you, you sound terrible too. So we're, okay. we're even. <laughs> you do a line, I'll do a line. We'll okay. Yeah. Off. Let's do that. Let's try that. We've never done that before. Okay. Uh, selling my mare wildfire $4,500 in Sheridan. Hello. I have decided to post my mare for sale. She 14. Her name is wildfire. She is 14.3 hands easy. Keeper. I have had her since she was yearling. She just needs someone who going to use her. More she need a job she would be great for. Intermediate rider, she is very easy. Rain, horse, she has one baby and was a great mama. My sister and me have done her training, if you would. Like to know more, please text or call. Look at us. That was, that was the best ad we read all day. I, it, was good. it was, but I don't even know what I read. So I don't I either. Let's just go. Uh, sorry, everybody, for really bad ads today. I gotta go we to did Hot our Springs, best. Arkansas. <laughs> hey, can I tell you a fun fact about Hot Springs, Arkansas? Yeah. What, what, it, it's called Hot Springs, Arkansas. So I'm like, well, we're going to go early and we're going to hit some of the hot springs. Like, why not? Do you know that Hot Springs, Arkansas doesn't have any hot springs on the ground that's all like 5,000 feet below the crust of the earth? So and you have so, to swim a ways before you can get to them? No, you can't get to them. Oh. Like they pipe the water up and send it up into certain places where they disperse the water. And there's one hotel that you can get a room that has piping from the hot spring so you can shower and drink the mineral water that comes out of the shower. Well, let me guess what that is a night. 
It's it's a little more than the others. Not gonna lie, and I'm pretty sure they're full of it. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you're the sucker who yeah. bought the paid the other yeah, wells a hundred feet deep like everybody else's. Yeah, it's yeah. just regular water. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, it's magic. Five thousand yeah. a night. We can take you. You can have all the hot spring water you want. So, is there any like, public yeah. hot springs you can go to? I don't think so. I mean, there. So there's what they said there. There used to be like eight bathhouses, mm. but now there's only two remaining. Well, COVID probably did those. <laughs> and yeah, and the thought of a bathhouse yeah. is just not appealing. To no, me. not right now. I really don't mm. want to be in a bath. And then I was like, well, Larissa, if we get a hotel room and we get it near a bathhouse, then we're gonna be walking down the street in a dang towel because all I have is a truck and trailer. <laughs> so we decided a nice hotel and a good restaurant will do it. Yeah, no hot springs okay. for you. <laughs> Well, you have a safe journey. Everybody tune in Monday to see how this trip went to pick up the unknown, unseen horse from a distance. Uh, and uh, we'll all get a report on that then. Auditors, hang on. Is she there yet? She's here. Larissa oh, is here. And you get to I, talk to I'm her. I'm going to talk to uh, Larissa about what it's like to put up with Jamie on a full-time basis. Uh, yeah, so ask her how we met. Okay. Yeah. Right. She met me. We met because. Oh, no, no, no. I'll ask her. And that's for the auditors later. So, everybody, okay. we'll see you. Have a great weekend and be safe up there in the Northeast. Bye, Spade Knitter Gal.